All right. You want to do this? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, last night I was going to bed and like right before I went to bed, I was like, you know what? I'll just, let me just check my Instagram one time real quick. Just Never check your Instagram or anything right before <laughs> you're trying to go to bed. What is the I point know. of that? Well, I was just like not fully tired and yeah. like sometimes it's like reading and it lulls me to sleep. Right. And the- blue light or whatever is not good for your I know sleep. and so but like you know I did it anyways and mm-hmm. like my friend uh one of my internet friends right sent me <laughs> I saw a message and she was just like is this you and it's a screenshot of this tweet and the tweet says I have a dress that says quote dare to love a trans woman end quote and a trans woman comedian in Austin made fun of me for wearing it while they were on stage for wearing it there's a typo they said, quote, have you ever dealt with a trans woman? We're fucked up. I would never date a trans woman, end quote. And you know what? Fuck her. And then she says. Maybe she was saying, you should fuck her, guys. And then yeah. she would realize that <laughs> how great, she, how they great are. trans women are. <laughs> and then she says, I made that dress in 2015. And then she says, and fuck the whole entire audience at Queer Mountain and Cheer Up Charlie's, which was the show it was at. And, right. and a lot of our listeners are being indicted right now. Mm. Yeah. So a lot of them could have been there. Yeah. <laughs> several of them were. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that 100% was me. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Oh shit, I'm going to go look this tweet up. Cause like in the screenshot, it had like, you know, 1200, like, you know, likes mm-hmm. and then like a few, like hundred retweets. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then I went and looked it up and I was like, Oh shit, it's gaining a little bit of traction. And like now today it's up to like 4,000 likes and like, mm-hmm. you know, 300 something like retweets. And mm-hmm. she's now posting pictures of like the dress itself and other like, contexts. Yeah. yeah. And so like, yes, that 100% was me. Here's the thing though. It's like, <laughs> that's not at all what I said. Yeah. Um, and as a matter of fact, I know that's not what I said, not only cause I have a decent memory of the night, because uh, it was a big night for me. It was the biggest show I'd done until that point. Yeah. It I there was somebody there filming that night. So I have film and audio mm-hmm. of what I said and I'm yeah. gonna play that now. Yeah. So very excited to bring up Austin Smart. Austin Smart, keep it going, bro. Hola. Que paso, folks. There's a lot of people here listening to me, right? Like, there's at least, like, 100 people. So we could easily all go, like, curtail and curb stomp those loud motherfuckers under the tent, right? And that's a possibility. We could just shut them the fuck up. That'd be great. I'd love that. It'd make me real happy. I got a list of, like, fuck yeah, 15 things. It's weird. I don't do theme shows. Theme shows are weird for me. Like, people got real into this shit. Uh, there was that one trans girl up here, like she was wearing that shirt and was like, dare to date a trans woman. Like that's an intense dare. I know, cause I wouldn't fuck me. I got undergrad in philosophy and a master's in physics and I don't know what I would do with me. It's a lot of questions I gotta ask myself all of a sudden. Do I put me in you or you in me? I don't know. One fuck yeah moment for me for 2015, though, I, like, upgraded my fuckability significantly, so I went from, like, moderately unfuckable to fuckable from a distance. It was great. It's wonderful. Because, like, 50 yards away, yeah, sure. Like, I'm a bit too well lit right now. It doesn't work well for me. Because if I get closer and closer, you like, red flags pop up and shit. I'm just like, ah. Oh. Her shoulder's a bit more broad than I thought. Maybe she just does CrossFit. I don't know. know. Boy, she really cures herself from her pelvis. That's an interesting decision. Now I get close enough to you to ask for directions. I'm like, hey, you know where the fuck Cheer Up Charlie's is? You're like, oh, with that voice. There's a dick hidden there somewhere. I don't know where, but I might find out. I've only found it twice, y'all. I'm pretty good at hiding it. I'm kind of a professional. Uh, I'm here to teach you how. It's real simple. There's only two places you can hide your dick, like underneath you or inside of somebody else. (laughs) Both are stellar, stellar hiding spots. 
<laughs> okay, so that was the joke, right? So much going on. Yeah, so first off, I mean, so the first thing I want to say is like memories get distorted, yeah. right? Especially very emotionally charged and emotionally laden memories. Yeah, because here's the thing. For her, I'm sure that was a big night, right? Yeah. And like when she went up and heard me start talking about her, right? It, I'm just, I, I know like, you know, a lot of the people in the replies to this were like, she's just projecting her own internalized transphobia. It's like, yeah, but like... That was the joke you were making. Yeah, but also like other people, when you're hearing jokes, you also project your own insecurities into right. them, right? And so and the joke wasn't about her at all or about right. the message on the dress at all. And I didn't say it was fucked up. You know, I just said... It's an intense dare, which right, it is also, for a lot of people. And you but also slightly like, got the dress wrong, we should say. Too. Yeah, the dress did say dare to love a trans woman. Right. I like didn't read the dress correctly because I was fucking drunk. Yeah. But like I, I do like feel bad now, right? Because yeah. comedian me now, having done this for years, right? Mm-hmm. I don't call people out from the audience, really. I really don't call out other performers as much. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is she was on stage. And so my comic head was like, oh, another performer. But she's not a not stand up. And right. so it's not the, the same are thing. A little different. Yeah. And so it's like it's fucked up because like I do feel bad that she has carried this memory in her head, like this inaccurate memory of me making fun of her right. and then this audience collectively laughing at her, right? right? Which is not at all what my, I'm picking up from that. And I was there, actually, now that you've played this for me. I'm like, oh, I remember this night. Yeah. Because you were so new. I mean, this is like, you're also three and a half-ish months into even starting yeah. stand-up at all. And so I was always like, I, I loved you. We were becoming friends. And, and it was like watching you do these shows and learn and grow. But it was always like... You know, that kind of thing where you're nervous because <laughs> you're new and like, what are you going to say? And especially a little drunk. Now you're going to riff. Yeah. And, at, and it's at a queer comedy venue mm-hmm. or a queer venue. Right. Yeah. What are they going to make of your kind of stuff? Yeah. Turns out ended up killing that night. Right. Doing but, great. But also in that beginning when you're kind of riffing, it's not like the whole crowd was like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. You know what I mean? The crowd, the crowd was also feeling out with you kind of where you were going with it. And they were kind of laughing a little, like kind of supporting as you were, as you were like exploring this, this little riffy new joke thing, the crowd was kind of like feeling it out. So in her mind, when she's like, and fuck the whole audience for laughing, like she obviously has this memory of the audience laughing with you at her but it wasn't that's not the vibe at all yeah it's and 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 which isn't to be like you know it's just to to say to her you know like hey people you know that people weren't laughing people weren't laughing at you at all at all at all that's just not what happened so please even if you you know still think fuck ava at the end of this like don't say fuck you to the cheer up audience they They were were just being a good queer audience trying to you know being what that audience is for everybody which is like overly supportive it's one of the nicest audiences to perform in front of because they will laugh and give you so much leniency right yeah and they're seeing you this trans woman get up there in a vulnerable situation and, and you're obviously like taking some chances and risks and stuff like so the audience was trying to be present with everybody's performance you know yeah <laughs> but yeah so that happened it's interesting because people are not happy about it and that's the thing is like if i had said what she said mm-hmm. i did then yeah please be mad at me for being like man i wouldn't i wouldn't like date us because yeah. we're all, we're fucked, all up. fucked up yeah it's like no this is like this was like a me trying to make a joke about not knowing how to fuck myself and other people like me yeah and you had never fucked a trans woman by then no right? i had never right? dated or fucked another yeah, cause, trans cause you woman. thought the dress said don't dare to date yeah. And they, hers said dare to love. Yeah. And so you're like, dare to date us. I don't know. It is kind of a funny like dress to say dare to date a trans woman. It's like a weird, yeah. it's a weird dare. You know what I mean? Right. And that's why I was like, oh, that's an intense dare. It's an intense dare. It's kind of, and that was, I that that's a funny little thought right there. Like that's an intense dare. Like, and it's, it's almost like. It's not even saying it's bad, but it, it is. It's, it's like if you're a thing. cis, like for me, You've a trans woman. Before? Yeah. It was intense. So if you're telling cis people dare to date a trans woman, it's like, yeah. Like that, if it comes up, but don't go seeking it out either on it. Like, bucket list dare thing that's kind of a weird you know but but it's just like you know it would cause a lot of things and that was like the crux of the joke the 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 joke that i had come up with like two days before this was like oh like i don't even know how to fuck me and i have a degree in philosophy and physics so both theoretically and physically i'm not sure what i would do in that situation and then when she had that like shirt on i was using like those like early comic tricks where it's like you take something from a performer in front of you and you use it's it short, to just kinda, yeah, kind of yeah riff thing. on it to show that you're being present and not wholly performative and then you move on into your jokes right yeah 
So like the joke was, she wasn't even the butt of the joke. Right. And the shirt itself wasn't the butt of a joke. It was just the like catalyst to get me into what I actually want to make a joke about. Right. The problem was I wasn't a good enough comic. So right. the first part so came off as like the joke. And then like the second part yeah. was seemed more like the justification instead of the punchline. Yeah. Well, and also you're taking it from the perspective of the fact that like, you know, she's wearing this dress, maybe target, maybe that dress is sort of targeted towards cis people or whatever. But like, but then there's, there's also the perspective of the trans woman who's reading the shirt that's saying dare to love a trans or you know, woman but you think it says dare to date a trans woman which you haven't done yet in this timeline and so which is another fascinating thing that this is four nearly four years ago yeah that's the that thing she, this, she, she this. decided to tweet this yesterday in december like november 30th 2019 this happened december 15th 2015 yeah yeah exactly but yeah so, <laughs> but, but but kind of ignoring so you're kind of also playing on the like yeah let's shift the perspective slightly from a cis person reading that shirt to oh this is me a trans person wearing uh, reading that shirt and engaging with like do I want to date a trans woman? Um, because, you know, what about if, if we both have some kind of gender dysphoria, for instance, that means we don't want to use our genitals in a certain way? What if we can't line up about that? Because that's sometimes, or you know what I mean? I mean, I, so the other thing to like <laughs> is just like, you know, it would have been different if I had actually sat and watched the other performers that uh-huh. night and the other speakers. But this is like, you know, three and a half months into doing comedy. I had never been in front of this large of a group of people before. Oh, yeah. I had never done anything like that. And it was in a queer room. And I know my jokes, especially at that time, I know the thing I'm trying to do is like very intense. Like my yeah. style in comedy has changed a lot. But back then I wasn't unaware that what I was saying was like some like it's kind sub- of subversive. Subversive. But also like I was playing more of a character on stage yes. then than I am now. Right. And so like I was I didn't watch any of the performers. I like was like nervously drinking in the back. <laughs> like and then like I like only walked up to like, you know, pass through and like smoke cigarettes with people randomly. But like I only saw her briefly on stage with yeah. that dress on. So it wasn't even like I had some fully formed... She was formed... talking about everyone who'd ever died in her life. Yeah, really... <laughs> I didn't know anything about like that, right? No, Which I'm not saying justifies was. it at all, but yeah. I'm just saying like, there was no like preparation the, or premeditation. The sins that you're guilty of are being a really unskilled, unprofessional at the time. <laughs> yeah, um, comic. Yeah, comic, exactly. Of like not reading, not knowing right. like the like laws of like how to be, you can be fucked up but fair, right? right? And like not like involve the audience. The only time like now that I involve the audience is as a collective, mm-hmm. right? Of being like, oh, well, y'all are all this one thing, right? And yeah. not saying like that person there, yeah. like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because, you know, I do feel bad. Uh, I feel I, I'm sad for her that she clearly for four years has carried around um, this painful memory. Um, but it is also an exercise. And sometimes when when you're you, there is a worst interpretation for what's going on and there are some far more charitable ones. And maybe try to consider some of the more charitable interpretations of what's going on and and, and then to come at it because then she, she, it's gotten her to this place where four years later she's ending this uh, this memory of this experience with a fuck you you know like a fuck her I guess is how she puts yeah. it in here but like fuck her and it's like wow okay um is that really do, what do we think that what does she think that you were trying to do or say does she really think that you were just like I'm such a self-hating trans woman that I really just want to sell my own people out and say that no one should ever fu- like I mean I think to a degree maybe but I mean I don't know what she was like thinking right and I don't want to try and suppose I, all I know are like what the people in the replies are like thinking right yeah and it's like you know some people were like such a cis bootlicker right like that I'm like trying oh, to suck yeah, up to like the a, cis people, uh-huh. you know, right? And uh-huh. like that it's a lot of internalized transphobia and that, and that like I'm projecting well, to onto be fair, other cis people. Cis is your kink, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only for sex reasons. <laughs> Only for sex reasons. They know it's a, they know it's a <laughs> role playing. <laughs> Afterwards, I punch them in the dick just <laughs> yeah. to let them know what's up. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> um, um, but. Yeah. And here's the thing, you know, I think it's interesting, though, because it is just such a unique kind of like thing to like get called on where it's like we talk a lot about like especially like in today about like comedy and mm-hmm. like what comedy is and isn't allowed to do. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, it's fun to like have this to be like, yeah, that was me early on trying to do a thing and like not really knowing what kind of comic I was. And like the fucked up thing about comedy is that like if you get it wrong, you get it really wrong. Yeah. There's very 
especially if you're trying to do things like I like to do, which are darker and a little more yeah. twisted. And it's like, if you miss the mark even by a little, you miss it by Usually, a fucking and lot. And it's hard to get that set back on track yeah. if you miss it. And so a little bit you even were because the audience wasn't fully with you with that thing. No. And so you did have to kind of win them over and make sure that they they kind of, they learned what you were doing over the course of yeah. your like next couple of jokes. And they were kind of like, oh, okay, we kind of, now we're seeing, you know, what kind of mass hypnosis we're doing. So we weren't mm-hmm. sure we wanted to go with you yet because that like what are you saying about that dress you know but then you won them over to kind of what what you were doing with your whole character yeah because early on i was really trying to you know you have to pick things that you enjoy in other comedians and like try and see what's close to you for that and how you want to make your comedic voice your own right and i really loved i mean still do but like really love sarah silverman right and bill hicks and so i was trying to do this weird Texany, like willfully ignorant kind of like pseudo character on stage yeah. that was just close enough to myself but not myself right and like at the time you know this was 2015 so trump hadn't been elected pre-trump. yet mm. pre-trump and like at the time like i really had this idea of like at least for a while the project co- comedy project i wanted to do was to, like to act as like this kind of character this like critical of the queer community character from within, right? Should be a guest character on ContraPoint sometime, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't want to do that. I don't like doing things that are taken seriously, right? Oh, yeah. But that's the thing. Is like I learned, sure. I liked doing that character because it wasn't wholly serious. And it is, and it was like this person saying like wrong things to point towards like an, an aspect of truthiness, but yeah. not some sort of like overarching objective truth, right? right? And Which is a great and fine project. But again, I wasn't a good enough comic to pull it off. I didn't know what I was doing or how to handle things. And also I stopped doing that like once Trump got elected because I didn't think that it was safe or smart Mm -hmm. for a while. Once when we were in office and like queer people were like making like active, like strides in our like community and in the world. Right. It's like, okay, I feel comfortable even though things aren't wholly perfect with us to be able to be somebody that's trying to use my, you know, my little stand up art form to Mm -hmm. critique our community from the inside. Right. Mm -hmm. But once Trump got elected, yeah, once Trump, not saying that the things that we're doing are wrong or invalid and and shouldn't be done, but also trying to provide some sort of like funny, semi-serious, critical perspective, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But after the election, it's like that wasn't smart for us. That wasn't safe for us. And like I didn't want to be seen as a queer person that was trying to like still talk shit on queer people post-Trump. It's like, no, like right now is when we fucking circle the wagons and like – you know, some people have say each we need back. more internal critique now than ever, though. I mean, I think to... we need more internal dialogue, but I don't mm-hmm. think the types of jokes I was doing then benefited us. Yeah, anymore, right? About your jokes, but yeah. I mean, my early jokes were mostly based around like saying fucked up things within the queer community, right? And trying to put some sort of spin on it, and I pulled it off sometimes, but like you did tell that great <laughs> rape murder. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Is like I have like. That joke about getting curb stomped and like sucking a d- like that's the thing is at the end of this bit you're like I don't uh, you're like I don't have what the, the joke that you well let me play yeah. the end because like I just yeah since this was the biggest show I'd done I did have a structured set yeah, yeah. and so I open with talking about being fuckable from a distance yeah. along with the two places to hide my dick yeah I go through my normal set and then you know what just to yeah, show yeah. that I'll bring it I bring it back in the end with this like bit that I was doing, and I'll play that now. Being fuckable from a distance has messed with my head a little bit though, because I've had all these new concerns, because I walk down a lot of dark alleys at night, because I like free parking. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like, oh no, like if I'm fuckable from a distance, like I guess I need to worry about being raped now. Like, that should be a concern that's on the forefront of my mind, so to speak. And then I, had a secondary realization. I was like, oh, no, that's not, that's not my worry. I don't need to worry about being raped. I need to worry about somebody trying to rape me and just be really disappointed in murdering me. <laughs> oh, you can laugh at that. That's true. It's like, this is not what I asked for. Bite the curb. Oh, I'd rather bite your dick. I really would. It'd be way better. Is my dick the problem? Because I have, like, two really good hiding spots for it. Um, I don't know if you're going to like the second one, but I do have two degrees in philosophy and physics. I'm sure we can figure something out. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. My name's Austin Smart.
get this callback, like really set up for yourself. I mean, and she, and there's no way she could understand that, that you, um, yeah. that, you, that all of that is going on for you. She doesn't understand what it's like to be, to what it means to be a stand up performer who's been at this for a few months. What it means, because if she gets on stage occasionally in front of a very supportive audience, she can toddle out there. I mean, I don't know anything about her performance. I'm saying, saying anyone on Queer Mountain could walk up there could stumble make fumble with the microphone could be like hey guy I, I i i you know and and though it doesn't matter the whole audience will just be like yay we'll hang on every word and we'll listen to your horrible poetry or whatever you're doing in your mountain okay <laughs> it's so true it's just, a beautiful space it's a beautiful space it's like mormon <laughs> church sacrament meeting at girls camp i mean like just the most you know attentive supportive yeah and so that's beautiful but like that's not what life is like any other times that we get on stage I mean sometimes you have an amazing show where the people are there for for everybody but like you know most of the time with stand up there is some amount of fight and especially like when you're in a developing scene like Austin one of the best developing comedy scenes in the country everybody in case you don't know that um, but so if you go to comedy shows here there's a whole range of stuff going on there but like most of the time you're not getting an audience like that and so you have to learn all kinds of skills about and you know you try to learn how to enter you know to, to you know to to come to the mic and to start and like we're just you were playing such a different game than these other performers and this person in the dress yeah. that there's just no way she could can fathom any of that and it's so it's like you it know. makes like the way that everything was like misinterpreted and yeah. like has been misremembered makes perfect sense it makes perfect sense right exactly it's like of course that's like how you feel you had now. no context for that yeah yeah and you of course you know we if she felt really vulnerable in that moment, just hearing that her dress was being brought up and she's not used to anyone doing, we're, we also have thicker skin too. And again, you were kind of forgetting. I forgot. That yeah. She wouldn't. This isn't because uh, for me also, you know, it was hosted by like Ralphie and Michael, uh, yeah. Ralphie Hardesty and Michael Folk, who are both like hilarious, like queer comics. Right. But like, yeah, stand ups. Yeah. But I, so in my head, I was like, Oh, this is their stand up show. And sometimes they let other people on it. Like I just had no idea what queer mountain was. And this is your fucking, first time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, never done just it before. Started, yeah. And it was like a big deal for me because I think like Daniel Webb was on the show too. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, like we're all like doing this together, you know? It was like, but I just like, yeah, I had never seen the show or been to it. And I just knew it was a good show to do. Yeah, you weren't watching the rest of the show. So you weren't seeing the whole vibe that's like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't have opened by like calling out another audience member fucking rookie shit move yeah Yeah, you know exactly because it's like when i watch comics now and they start to talk to people i'm like don't talk to them like i trust you to do it because that's like part of your set and like you've like worked on it so much that like you you're working with them pretty defined like lines and rules of like here's how i'm engaging with you i mean you still have to open like those skills sometime but i really tried to do it on themed shows as much as possible and everything because yeah i don't ever want to fucking leave someone where they're four years later upset about a a thing that happened i mean that is not my intention ever no even if i don't like a person i really 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 never want to hurt them like that you know but you um yeah you sometimes make mistakes so like taya culpa or whatever but i think that um you know, I, I do think that like Twitter, if you if you say something like that, it's interesting that that fuck her is eliciting this response. People like sharing the story. People, and then fuck her. They, and they like wanna, that righteous like yes, they, indignation. It feels good. It feels mm. good to be like, yeah, fuck her. And it's like, look in your hearts and decide whether that is really a good moral anger or if you're just enjoying this yeah like one i mean the replies have been the most interesting things i've never been involved in something large scale online and this isn't even that large scale this is like four thousand people it's a pile on except they don't she's not to her credit she has not given yeah that's what i was gonna say she's like she like has like handled like i don't think she expected it to have three thousand she was just putting a thought out there to just almost no one just to put it out there to get it off her chest when this started she had like 800 followers now she has like 900 right she's Mm -hmm. not like some like large social media person no yeah and it's just a thing that got picked up and yeah to her credit she's just been like i'll i'll dm you but i'm not gonna like name i don't want to like create some sort of like public shaming and pile on right yeah because this isn't like let's cancel this person (laughs) because people try to do that shit yeah and people like it. And like, Ooh, we, get a, we have another one to do. Go after. Like, yeah, yay. I didn't have anything else to do today. What? Um, What's wrong with you people? But yeah, like, and like one person was like, you know, maybe, like, f- I, like I think we should know. She's like her like the girl that posted this. Her like whole thing. She was like, I don't know. This might be the only shitty thing she's ever said. Right. Mm-hmm. 
It's like the person that posted it is handling it with like the degree yeah. of like nuance. Like, if, it, like even if she thinks, well, like she believes that that's actually what I said. Mm-hmm. And even then feeling that hurt, she still has like the emotional wherewithal yeah. to be like, that might've been that one night, right? Yeah. Like she's not completely naive to like, like you said, yeah. like the less worse possibilities. Yeah. But the Twitter mob, the people that just like see that. Well, she showed them a little anger and the people just grasp onto that it. anger. You know, and like, guys, you are clearly addicted chemically to anger and you need to fucking breathe. Drink some water, and meditate, get some yoga, eat a better diet. I don't know what's going on with you people. Read some literature, listen to more music, get rid of your Twitter. You know, do not live this way because it is a real problem. So I just want to read some of these because they're all about me. And it was the yeah. first time I've ever got to do that is like read a bunch of people shit trying to shit on me. You know, uh, you know, the girl that posted, she's like, for all I know, that's the worst thing she said. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's, it's, it's not. <laughs> like if you think that was a bad swing and a miss, they're like the, the worst one. I don't even remember what happened how I got there. You were there for the show because mm-hmm. like even when I walked off stage, you gave me this look and you were like, God damn, dude. And I was like, yeah, I don't know where that one went. That was, it was at the Velve open mic. And I, I was just, I was trying to just do only riffing, right? And just like talk off the top of my head just to experiment and see if I could do that. Velve mic's not for that. No. And I ended it on an oddly and aggressive pro AIDS point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that's when I was just like, I'm not, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You were like, I don't, this isn't, no, it's just like, I got off, but like, you know, me, I'm trying to just like build my logic tree and see if I can like build, bring it back around to a circle. Yeah. And it was like a very like, the look in my eyes was the, was that pro AIDS? (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like, you think that's the worst thing. It's not the worst thing I've said. And also, you know, just, you know, <laughs> socially irresponsible, sure definitely socially irresponsible. You, def- well, you know, I we are working on becoming better people all the time, everyone. Um, well, just in those early days of comedy, I just didn't get what I was doing or what it was about, yeah. right? There's so much data coming at you, and your system is flooded with adrenaline. It takes a long time to even get the adrenaline to stop. You guys, you guys have you pussies have no idea what it's like <laughs> to fucking do stand up comedy Dude, several nights a week. I almost. Last night at that show, I did Stone versus Drunk versus Sober, and like uh, I was Team Stone, I got uh-huh. fucking ripped, and like I had a great set, but like yeah. afterwards I walked off and like this Mukes like waved like good set, and like then I walked down and like Carlton and like Hunter were like oh you're great, and then Allie walks out and was like talking to me, and she was like oh you're you're great, and I just like I was trying to talk, but I was both so high and like had just had such an amazing yeah, set yeah, that the like the-, the adrenaline, I was I like. I looked like an asshole, like a derpy asshole, but yeah. I was just like, uh, uh, like it, it's so <laughs> overwhelming. Like I couldn't talk and they were like, are you okay? And they thought I was sad that I thought I didn't do well. Oh, funny. And I was just only able to like shake my head and be like, I mean, yeah, you know, I don't know. And it was just because I was so fucking stoned and overloaded with this like adrenaline rush. And yeah. like, yeah, when you're early on and starting off, getting up in front of five, 10 people hits you with that rush, right? Where it's just like that performer's adrenaline and like, you know, yeah, you fuck up. I I fucked up a lot. I left a lot of room silent and not in good ways. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's it's difficult and, and that's the thing. It's like sometimes too, if you see a comedian and they do say something that you think is a little uncomfortable, but especially when the audience doesn't really laugh that much to support them, um, just know that we are learning. You know, we're getting that data. We got we got the data right away. You know, um, what happened in, in that room is going to teach you so much more than like someone tweeting and saying something, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm learning how to talk to audiences about these things and how to, you know, whatever. And, and not every time is that learning experience, right? Like for me now, if I went and did that same Queer Mountain show, yeah. there's no fucking way I would tell one, any of those jokes I did. But two, yeah. I also wouldn't tell jokes. I would play to the theme and like yeah. do a piece, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like I just didn't get that at the time. At the time, it, yeah, it was all learning experience. And to me, it was just, this is a big show. I need to like go all out and do, do well, it. And, yeah. and then there's a camera in the front row and I'm yeah. like, fuck, I really need to lean in. Like I, like I, even back then wasn't doing that heavy of a Texas accent all the time. Yeah, I was like yeah. putting on a Texas accent and like really trying leaning to do this. Persona. Yeah, yeah. Leaning into that kind of like, 
yeah, yeah, weird persona kind of, that I was trying, trying to, to sell do. this package. Yeah, yeah, trying to figure out my thing, right? Yeah. Or, and like, not that that was the best manifestation of it, but trying to hone it and like figure out like what elements of it do do I and don't I like? Yeah. And at the time, like th- me doing that extreme version of it in front of a large crowd was like, okay, if I can go this far in front of a big crowd, does that is this a good direction? Mm-hmm. This is like a, the best test I've had so far, you mm-hmm. know. But anyways, I want to read these replies. So like, <laughs> while I wouldn't, da- this person says, while I wouldn't date me, I definitely wouldn't tar everyone else with that brush. Jesus Christ. What awful bitterness. I love that. While I wouldn't date me. It's like, that's yeah. basically the kind of joke that I was you're making. making, you know, by but the again, way, everyone. You know, all these people are working off of the yeah. misquote of like, we're fucked up is yeah. like what I was yeah. said to, you know, said, right. You know, the quote is like, uh, have you ever dealt with a trans woman? We're fucked up. I would never date a trans woman, <laughs> which is, you know, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. But based off that, this is what people said, right. you know. And then uh, someone says, like, especially when there's already so much stigma around dating trans people, especially trans women, it's like, yeah, good point. But like, that's not relevant. Um, that's yeah. the point of the joke, yeah. also. That's the point of her tweeting. Um, I mean, the whole, yeah. Someone, I certainly wouldn't date her. Would date another trans woman, though. I'm sure glad I don't hate myself like she does, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So four-year-olds are using Twitter. Great. (laughs) Someone, my trans girlfriend left me yesterday, and I would do anything to get her back. (laughs) So sad. (laughs) She's like, this fucking cunt wouldn't date any of them, and I want mine back so bad. Yeah, we hope you get her back. Yeah, we, we do. Unless, we do. you know, you're undeserving of her. Uh, X, whatever. Because the girl left her. So maybe, or left them. I don't know. I haven't clicked on this person's profile, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe they deserved it. Who knows? Um, uh-huh. Although this person, this person, like, I feel like a lot of people don't understand what internalized prejudice is. Mostly it affects our own self-esteem. But when that splatters all over other people, especially <laughs> if, <laughs> I know, especially if we turn something about them into self-deprecating jokes at ourselves, we must at least apologize. Oh, I'm going to splatter my apology <laughs> all over you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know any of these people who are responding? This, no, you know, no. These are all just weird. random motherfuckers. Okay. Um, and then that same person continues saying the comedian is projecting slash has internalized transphobia doesn't mean we're assuming they're a terrible person who actively hates trans people or saying subverting someone's positive message and making it about self-hatred was a shitty thing to do and a lateral blow. Word. Great comment. Yeah. yeah. See, and w- given, given the information you had, perfectly reasonable comment. Yeah. It's like your first one. Kind of fucking stupid. Your second one, don't you splatter? Yeah. Ugh. It's, English I majors. mean, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so but your second comment, like... wonderful, wonderful. Mm-hmm. And it's also true, as, which is like why, like, you know, I was saying earlier, it's like, yeah, young me had no fucking clue. Me now yeah. is like, yeah, I would never do that. Yeah. Like, I've learned, like, how to not alienate and offend yeah. my audience in a way that's, like, hurtful. Yeah. Right? I'll offend you in ways that are unhurtful. Mm-hmm. Punch up. Isn't that, like, rule number one? And then somebody goes, for everyone saying it isn't punching down, I say it was. I said, I didn't say it was. I said punch up. Down, sideways, adjacent, still does harm, not worth it for a laugh. I, I'm fine punching sideways. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's punch, a fair fight, bitch. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> We've already discussed this particular case. That's not what we're talking about. But just, to, it, yeah, in general, punching sideways is fair game. Yeah. You need someone of your own strength to punch you sometimes if you want to get stronger. That's how you train. That's how you train. Uh, my girlfriend is trans and is the best partner I've ever had. I love her endlessly because of who she is. Her genitals are absolutely irrelevant to <laughs> how much of a woman she is and, and how deserving of, a, deserving of love. A woman's a woman, no matter what her parts, at autogonophilia. This person's just whoa at autogonophilia. I guess there's somebody on here that they were applying to, oh. you know, that was like, but it's just like, <laughs> but someone's name is autogonophilia. I that's guess a that's handle. a good we Twitter should, handle. We should check out their fucking. Hey man, can we give you twenty bucks to get that from you? Yeah. We're big fans. We can get autogonophile or something. Yeah. Um. Can, I be, just can like, I be into autogonophilia people? I don't see why not. Like, we just got to find the cool ones. There? Remember that we were talking right. about the ones that are like. Some people are chicks. Some people are chicks. And have, that's, you know, it's, yeah. Some people want to transition because they are women. I yeah. just happen to just want a vagina. 
I mean, it's oh, I'm almost, a dude, but I just want a it's pussy. Almost, it, that's one of the identities I've had, really. Yeah, I'm a dude. I just like having this pussy. Why would I you know, trade this in <laughs> when I get to be a lesbian? You know, um, <laughs> I'm an autocophilia. Um, this one. I'm sorry. What a beautiful message to have been drugged through the mud. Comedy has no bounds and comedy stardom knows zero limits. <laughs> comedy stardom knows. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like that. Like, people have this perception of comedy now of like, because it has been so involved in like pop culture discussions, yeah, right? Political. They believe, a lot of people culture. genuinely believe and have this perception of comedians as ha- trying to convince you of something or somehow participate in the conversation over political correctness, mm-hmm. which is for me personally a thing I like don't enjoy doing. Do. Yeah. It isn't even then wasn't what I was trying to do really. Mm-hmm. Right. For me, I'm like, especially with how I tell my jokes now and how I have them structured, it's like, I think that political correctness in comedy is perfectly fine and that if you're a good fucking comic, you can say dark, twisted, funny things yeah. and still be correct the whole time. Right. I, if you And if you can't do that, you're not fucking smart enough and like, like political correctness step your game isn't up. like just like a list of words. It's like it's the way the intentions and, it, and the way that you're handling a lot of things that are going on in the situation. Yeah, in situations. And not like just... And how you like, you know, if you're a good comic and you're doing your shit right, you know, you're encountering different large groups of vastly different types of people yeah. all the time. And so you're const- a good politically correct comic, in my opinion, is somebody who can navigate everybody's sensibilities and right. like not offend their person, their identity at its core, except yeah. for like MAGA people. We can offend them at their core. That's fine. But, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but like. It, but you can offend like a sensibility. You can offend like a belief, right? You can upset and like kind of poke fun at like social and cultural taboos, right? Yeah. There are ways to be politically correct and like be a good comic and like you can not- be subversive and politically correct at the same time. Yeah, and like and and it's kind of frustrating because I do think a lot of people like especially in like Austin, you're having to do a lot of like legwork up top to convince people that you're not trying to make them into a bad person or to laugh or believe in a bad thing. Yeah. Well, wait, I want to say, I think politically correct is maybe because politically correct is the term itself is almost a criticism or I think it maybe was even created as sort of a criticism. I can't remember of the concept because it's like this, like, you know, almost like, well, you're going to take the poll and just do what they say or whatever, like to follow the rules. Whereas I think politically savvy is even what we're talking about. Yeah. You know that's I mean? a great way to put it. Politically savvy. Yeah. I mean, you're talking and, and in, yeah, we all think we're on the fucking right side of history. Very few people think that they're not, you know what I mean? Maybe some sociopaths, but like the rest of us all <laughs> think that we're, what we're doing is correct. You know what I mean? It's just about whether you're being savvy to your audience right now. And then if you're talking to an audience and nowadays it gets recorded and then other people are seeing that, that's one of the problems is it's like, yes, people, we talk to you a different way. Sometimes when I'm talking to a certain kind of audience, I need to talk to them one way, you know, and still get all the points across or whatever that I want to get across. And then I'm going to talk to you and I talk to you a different way, but they might, they can both be savvy and to my mind, correct. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just don't want the wrong eyes to see. For me, it's just frustrating because I think it stops a lot of comics, a lot of good comics from trying material because they're afraid that like it's going to be seen as like, as some somehow kind of insidious and very agenda driven. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, and if, you know, in terms of like talking about how, you know, I was supposedly like projecting on like people, right. And Mm -hmm. projecting on this dress. It's like people think that like, Com- comics are the only ones projecting and that the jokes are our projections but your perceptions of them have your own projections in them as right. well and your own uh you know preconceived notions about what a comedian is trying to do yeah and what the job of a comic is and like why they're there and why they're saying what they are right and i mean the thing is like you know a good comic will do the work to like let you know why they're there and why they're saying what they are saying right yeah but it wasn't a good comic back Just then. Three and a half, yeah. Three and a half months in, four years ago. <laughs> was a, it's hilarious. I was a very rough comic with like, you know, I wasn't like unfunny all the time, but I certainly didn't have a handle on like... yeah how to just like deliver a you know, good set. And, you know. and it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess we can, we can feel bad that she carried that pain, but I do think some of our... Um, like, I don't know if she'll hear this and this will help her understand or whatever, but it's like... You know, there's an internal work that you can do to figure out 
how to not like be so burdened by a situation like that memory could she not help you know that's what cognitive behavioral or like that talk therapy is it's like taking people through these things that they have interpreted really darkly and being like what about if we think about it this way yeah i mean i don't know i've i i understand it though right because it's like you know who who knows where she was in like her like life at that point when she got on stage yeah, in front again, of you know like don't I said know what she just told it was the biggest yeah I didn't know I don't she might have just told the most vulnerable like it might have been like insane yeah. that you were saying anything about her dress I know, she told, you and, know? That the, and the thing is like you know I was like I, I was nervous because it was the biggest crowd I've ever been in yeah. front of it was a lot of people there were like you know hundred hundred twenty ish people there right yeah. And and so like if she's in a, like a place in her life and she gets up on stage and she reads something that's like very personal and vulnerable or powerful yeah. and like meaningful to her, right? And then like hears me make fun of it and just hears the crowd like laugh at it and like and then that's wrapped up in like your experience as like a trans woman and then like I just I've you know I can see that like one hundred percent like how that would like fucking what stick if, in your like mind. <laughs> what if she her whole thing was telling ten different stories about people who who like fell in love with her kind of, but then they never like actually got into a relationship because the person was always like i just don't think i can do this and yeah. she had just and you just were like flippantly yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't date us <laughs> i mean i have a feeling that that's what happened i mean and yeah again like yeah you suck if that is what happened you really should have watched uh the set of someone who's close you're gonna comment on but that's that's what you're guilty of is you're you were a shit comic because you were new, you know, and you shouldn't have been drinking and you should, whatever, but it's life's a learning process. And, but it's just one of those things for people to listen to, you know, because when you're in the car and someone cuts you off or whatever, and you have that thing of like, fuck you, you know, if you take the time to remember that they could be taking their wife to the lesbian wife to the hospital to deliver a baby right then, you know, whatever, just always assume they're on the way to the hospital with their lesbian baby. Yeah. Okay. And so it's one of those things, like when these things happen, the more, I know it's hard and this sounds like it, it could have been any range of really difficult, but when situations like this happen, try to think up a charitable explanation for what's happened. Really try to, it really helps your life. See, I mean, I don't know about that, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, I do think, you know, I mean, I know we want to live in a world of, like, kindness and, like, Well, not, no, there is righteous anger. I know, but, but no, need. but I'm just saying, like, kindness and love and not fear, right? Mm-hmm. And, but I do think, like, there's, like, a healthy degree of, like, skepticism is, like, appropriate. And yeah. so, like, sometimes, like, you know, you don't want to constantly give people charitable like fa- like you know thoughts and opinions and favors like about what has happened and then end up like letting you who is already like part of a marginalized group get walked all over yeah, right and excuse true. a lot of like shit that like shouldn't be excused yeah you know yeah I, and but i think that's a super fucking hard thing to do to find that line well, between yeah, the charitable kind of like thought and feeling about it and should i like be actually angry at this is this a thing and that's she, like a hurtful thing yeah. to me and she may be i mean you know could have chosen to to approach you but you know some people really don't want to do that or whatever um but it's just I mean, interesting. I, don't, I just the, I don't I mean she could have chosen that but I don't know if I could have like even, approached me. Like if yeah, I'd but, been I'm just saying like if I when I put myself in like her position mm-hmm. like yeah I would probably have been super fucking hurt and yeah. like also would not have like approached me. Yeah. You know, I mean I think it's just the difference of like you know yeah having neither of us having like a background or perspective on like the other within that like performance space right Mm -hmm. where it's like she didn't get where i was or what i was doing and there's no way to have done that right and like i clearly didn't pay attention or get didn't have any idea everyone in her life has cancer (laughs) and you're just like remember that cancer bitch (laughs) that sure was weird Oh, it's so bad. Oh god, I'm trying to find okay. a thing because I, f- I feel like I know. I hope a- her story was 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 just a sweet, happy little trans story, and that she. I don't think so because I think I remember reading oh, some god. somewhere in here where it was like, um, well, the thing about was like- her. It was a. It, she was like going through like all the people who had like dumped her or something. Oh, no, or, I don't know, or not that. Or it's like her about her and her relationships with certain people. But I mean, okay. Um, well. 
But I thought the theme was like happy moments or something. Well, I know, but I'm sure it could be like a fuck yeah 2015 because like oh. all these moments led me to believe a thing, right? Or who knows? Yeah, yeah. People are creative. I'm yeah, just trying to see if I can like find. Sorry, I'm just having to read through all these comments again. That's okay. I, yeah, I don't see it now. I thought I saw it earlier. It's probably buried in here somewhere. Fuck Damn, this dude. Well, anyone whose instincts are to mock and reject love in a place of fear or trope slinging when given the chance is a real wad of shit. She's the type of person to watch you get shit kicked and say nothing. Wow. <laughs> She's the type of person to watch you get shit kicked and say nothing. Love it. Yeah. Dude, dude, like cishet looking dude just says, I'm sorry, but I follow a lot of trans folks on Twitter and they not only seemed quite intelligent, but some of them are downright hot. I'm a cishet guy and it makes me curious what I would be, be considered if I married a trans woman. She, she is a woman it. after all and I am a guy. Uh, <laughs> gold, gold. Uh, I'm not gay, okay? <laughs> I'm just like so trans I like it wouldn't, So it, it wouldn't be gay, right? I, I'm, I'm curious. It, it, it wouldn't be gay, right? <laughs> I love men who want to date trans women too. It's important to them that they're straight. That is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> that is adorable. No, it's adorable. I'm not queer. <laughs> this person... I don't like the replies saying she's got internalized transphobia, and I don't think she was trying to be mean per se. But for a lot of us, it helps us to cope with our depression and to make fun of ourselves. It's easy nice. to look in the mirror and laugh at how much of a joke life is. Granted, I don't think they should have been so blatant in public, but I don't think she's internally transphobic nor trying to be mean. I just think she was trying to find something humorous about the hand she was dealt as a way to keep depression at bay. Nice. Nicks the depression thing at yeah, the end. Yeah, well, depression but, but slash the gaping yawn of the void, tears. Of yeah. The void. Yeah, you know. And then the, the girl that posted it replied with a great reply. Also, she's like, that's cool, perhaps, but but she still doesn't have to use me as her prop to deprecate herself on stage like that. It's like, yeah, fucking word. Totally yeah, agree. Yeah. Uh, Everyone's correct. It's like, I agree she went too far and blatant in public. A bit of self-deprecating humor is fine, but it's not. She's but probably it's just not, a shit comic. There's no longer <laughs> self-deprecating when other people are brought in. All I'm trying to say is I don't think she's internally transphobic. Just doesn't know boundaries when it comes to self-deprecating huge humor which is still bad of course yeah yeah perfect exactly which is the point is the one person that fucking nails it bad at it yeah yeah Yeah, that's a nice insightful love to see uncle tom trans people still suck up to cis people (laughs) again my kink but (laughs) 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 the point of our stand-up see like this person like with what i was saying about comedy earlier this person says damn i'm sorry people apparently are trash across the comedy board and they're like, I've dated quite a few trans people and there's nothing wrong with it. What's fucked up? The fact that they weren't born with the correct bits. So what? Date who you want. Just not that comedian. It's like, that's... And then someone below him was like, yeah, fuck comedians. Hey, dare see, to love a comedian. Yeah, everybody. dare to love a comedian. See, that's harder than trans people. I guarantee it. We are awful. <laughs> We're right. But it's just like, people oh, have... So see, cute. again, it's like people just see... It's like any kind of like large group of people that gets media attention. Mm. Usually the people that get media attention aren't the like most prominent, like are the best representative of the community at whole and are usually the loudest and having the most extreme opinions. Right. It's the same thing with a lot of fucking comics. The comics that are all trying to like publicly engage in like this debate over like what is and isn't acceptable and like have these like really stark, intense opinions on both, like on like the... We shouldn't be able to, you know, we all have to like watch everything or and be like very conscientious yeah. versus the, like the fuck you liberal PC. Like, but both those are like the two extremes of the spectrum, right? Yeah. This is why we all don't like each other because we think we don't because we keep seeing the worst, you know, or just like n- not the best uh, representative, you know, not the best examples of us. And it's obviously the media is propping up the wrong people, you know? This person has a reply that's like, also like how shady to perpetuate harmful stereotypes about your own group from a position of power to a probably mostly cis group. (laughs) A queer mountain? I don't know. Yeah. Like how can they, like how can you so harmfully forget that not everyone is the same? Well, okay. Two things about that. One, I actually had a joke that I used to say at that same period. I was like, boy, I love perpetuating stereotypes. Right. Mm -hmm. It was like. Yeah. So like, Obviously, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an intentional thing. Uh, and two, it's like, dude, you know, graduating stereotypes is my kink. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, with it being like a queer space, it's like, you know, 
oftentimes I will like be more experimental and more kind of like out there in what I say in front of queer rooms totally. as opposed to cis people. Because we can poke around at each other more. Yeah. Here. And because it's like, we have a there's like, there's like a shared knowledge of like, yeah. okay, we're all on the same page. page. Like so we're, now, we might not all have like the same opinions about things, but like, we're not actively trying to work against each other here. So yeah. like, I'm going to fucking trust me a little more. Yeah. I'm going to take, I'm going to swing at some things that I yeah. usually wouldn't. Right. Yeah. And like, tr- yeah. Queer spaces are special safe spaces and there are special like places for, to p- yeah. play in, like exactly right? and, to play around. But you know, I now know how to pick and choose which queer spaces I do that in yeah. and how I do it back then. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah, exactly. But you know, I, I really do feel bad and I'm really sorry that she has like had this fucked up memory for four years Yeah, over like me trying to do a joke that I didn't yeah, do for one more week after that. It makes me wonder like how many people I have hurt. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Can only imagine. Can you give me the lighter? Oh. Um, can only imagine, you know, and you know, kind of sucks. I, I feel bad. Yeah. Geez, <laughs> I guess a lot of people probably don't like comedians. But yeah. And that's the thing is like, you're you holding know, holding on to some memory of, I but think, if a comedian hurt your feelings, just like, yeah, like knowing some of the stuff we've said, maybe could help some people. Like, I mean, also, you know, the thing is like, we we, we've been talking about like all these mistakes and trying stuff and fucking up and how mm-hmm. that's part of the process. But it's like, there's a difference between like how we do it, which is like, that is not the majority of the time. Yeah. We're pretty good it, at it. Yeah. It's like, even back then it's like, that was a miss for me. Right. And I've talked about like a lot, some yeah. of the misses that I'd had like back then, Yeah, but it's like, still, I wasn't always doing that. I wasn't always going that hard and trying that many things. Right. Oh, I was, st- and it's like, but th- I think a lot of people use like, well, sometimes you just got to say fucked up stuff and see if it works. And then, you know, if it doesn't yeah. work out, it's like, that's no, 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 no. That, what we're doing. If you're going on stage and people aren't laughing at you 90% of the time, you're saying things that are just only like hurting yeah. people and like really, and like, you know, like are trying. Yeah. to be fucked up and there aren't you aren't like getting laughter back you're a bad comic you yeah. should probably shouldn't do comedy probably also not. you're not getting better you yeah. know it's not like you know we're out there every night trying to just say fucked up stuff and yeah. like see and if we're it mostly sticks, killing it. I mean, right? no i mean but but honestly like it is so often we have queer people coming up to us messaging us whatever saying oh my god that joke you told meant so much to me oh my god are you it's like you've read my diary oh my god oh yeah um it's like you know stuff like that where people we most of the time we are doing good in people's <laughs> hearts and minds but we we totally make mistakes sometimes and it's like yeah i am sorry for anytime i've hurt people you know in a way that you, you know what i mean i don't want people to to feel bad I, you know i'm doing this to make people feel good as well as thought provoke but um yeah i don't know that gives me pause 